what's everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know who this is. This is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. The podcast bringing the best emerging bands and artists in rock and roll to all you crazy rock and roll fans. You guys say, hey, I got to know that band and I know that band before they got big. And bringing you the best bands in the scene today as well and some of their crazy stories. You guys can say, eh, I never knew that. That's pretty cool. Welcome to the show. This is our last episode of January for 2023. Man, it's already the end of January. Where did the time go? We got Above Snakes in the podcast for their second appearance. We can take a look at what they've done touring in 2022, how everything came to fruition, some new music coming out, and of course, how to avoid all the pitfalls that potential bands have fallen into because, you know, there's so many people that try out there that are going to say they're going to help you, but, you know, try and scam you. So how to avoid stuff like that. Before we jump into the show, though, I want to thank our sponsor, which is Phoenix Fitness. Yes, you know, we're at the end of January, and there's a lot of tours coming up for February, March, April, especially in the rock and metal world. And you want to go to as many shows as possible, right? But you got to make sure that your body is prepared to go to some of these shows because if you're like me, you jump in those mosh pits and you don't stop until the show is over. So you want to be mosh pit fit, yeah? So you got to go to the gym. You got to work out. You got to make sure you got your cardio on top of the, of the, of the game, basically. You got to make sure you're lifted enough so that you're strong. You're like, man, yeah. So you can go and just, you know, have some fun in those pits. But you want to make sure your body is being prepared and recovering right so that you can continue this stuff on a daily basis. So you continue to work out without having to deal with, you know, the constant muscle aches and be able to continue to grow the muscle as well. So you can continue to get stronger, better cardio. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They have many different types of supplements for you to help achieve your fitness goals and be mosh pit fit like me. So they have different supplements like pre-workouts, both stim and stim free. I use their stim free stuff because I've got enough energy as it is. I'm set. They also have different creatines, BCAA recovery compounds for helping your muscles, you know, absorb the nutrients after a workout. They also have different types of protein, collagen protein, plant-based protein, whey protein. I use their whey stuff. So yeah, different multivitamins, many things, many products to achieve your fitness goals. Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners get 20% off using the code CPP20 at FNXFit.com. Link should be on the podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Make sure you guys are liking this episode and subscribing to the podcast. Well, it helps us out a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And now, enough with that. Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. Back in February 2022, this band right here appeared on the podcast for the first time before going out on the road with some of our friends in From Ashes to New, Fire for the Gods, King Claps, and Blind Channel. It's about a year later, and they are back and ready for more. In the month of March, they'll be going out with Adelaide's Way and otherwise, so we'll be able to catch them on tour there with some good tracks, with some good music, especially their most recent single, Down, which you guys can go check out right now, and I expect you to go check it out well after the episode but beforehand let's have some fun so please welcome back johnny and dax from above snakes of the podcast so gentlemen welcome back what's up dude how you doing i am doing fantastic guys how are you guys doing it's it's been a minute yeah it's been a about a year like you said yeah we've been uh busy keeping busy we're excited for the new year kicking off 2023 with a bang kicking off 2023 with a bang i mean it's we're with adelita's way and otherwise but I do want to kind of kick back to the first tour that we had talked about from either, like beginning of 2022 because that was the one where a lot of people got to know who you guys were, got a lot of exposure for you guys because, again, going on the road with bands like From Ashes to New, Fire from the Gods, Blind Channel's first appearance in the U.S., and, of course, our friends that came collapse. So kind of looking back at that, what was that tour like? Because I heard nothing but good things from those other bands, and I want to hear what you guys had to experience on that tour. Dude, that tour was a monster. Like, like you said, all those bands are fucking amazing. You know, all bands that we listen to and love. 
And then um, on top of that, that was our first tour, too. So it was just like, holy shit, here we go. 35 date full US. Fucking let's get it. You yeah, know? Yeah. Everybody became like family, like really quick and no yeah. egos or anything. It was awesome. Yeah. Couldn't ask for a better tour. And that was, you know, great way to kick off last year and followed up a few after that. And it was fucking amazing. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, I even remember going like on that from Ash the New Tour, the two dates that I saw you guys. It was the constant camaraderie between every single band that was up there. From you guys, King Collapse of Blind Channel, Further Than Gotcha, Mash, and Sinew, just seeing how every single band interacted with each other. It, it was somewhere, I think it might have been like the first or second week of the tour that I w saw you guys on. So there had been like six more weeks to go. And if you guys were already having that chemistry in the first two weeks on your first tour, that just speaks volumes about not only that tour package, but also the character of Above Snakes and how you guys fit in on these tour packages with other bands. Yeah, no, it was legit. It was fucking great experience, great first fucking run for the for Above Snakes, you know. And um, we were actually just talking about that. Which you came to Stormies, right? Stormies was the second night that you came. I came to both. I was at one one seven five in Racine, and I was at Stormies in Beaver Dam. I did both nights That's back to back because, because I couldn't remember what the first one was. I wasn't you know? gonna yeah. like. I wasn't gonna miss out on that tour, given the fact that. I'm, I'm like good friends with King Collapse, and I absolutely love From Ashes to New. Had interviewed Blind Channel, interviewed you guys beforehand. It was like this is like the perfect tour for me to get going to and see back to back days. I wish I could have seen even more days on that, but you know, you guys got to go and experience new markets at the same time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that shit was a blast. Both of those shows were awesome. So looking back at that tour, because I always like to hear some crazy tour stories about some things that might have gone, especially that being your first tour. What were some of the uh, shows or some of the stories that just stick out in your mind is like, for your first tour, this was absolutely fucking awesome. Um, honestly, like the second night, um, the Fire yeah. from the Gods dudes, you know, just came right on our bus and was just like, "Yo, what's up? Well, we haven't met you guys yet," and just like started hanging out, and then more members started coming on, and like end of the night, you know, probably there like at least four a.m. just hanging out before we had to leave, and it started being like that, like from then on yeah, very close very every close night on. um like those guys are family when they came on tour here with uh five finger and megadeth uh they took us out we hung out all night and great dudes so damn that yeah, was pretty cool that was sick um i think what else oh, when bonner broke that toilet <laughs> yeah there was some antics you know <laughs> a sink i think it was Broken toilet. No, no, actually, broken like, what was it, like, the third night, third night or fourth night, everyone went to the strip club. Of course, my dumb ass was too drunk, and I passed out. <laughs> and then they're like, we're going. I tried to get up and go, and the girl was like, no, you're not. Go back to bed. You're done. <laughs> so I missed out on that adventure. Still, I know. I'm they still kicking myself for that. They ended, and they ended up playing Broken once <laughs> that night, too, in the strip club, and he missed that. Right? I was so pissed. Oh no! <laughs> I think he has a video. He's like filming it, right? Naked one. They came over to you and they're like, "Oh, dude, you can't be filming." He's like, "This is my song." They're like, "Hold on." And they brought the other bouncer over or something. Yeah. He's like, "All right, let him film it. Let him film it." <laughs> I mean, I totally understand where they're coming from. Where they're not gonna allow filming in a club like that. But then I'll say, "No, no, 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 no. You guys are playing our song in this club right now. Like, we need to just say like." We're not going to show any of the stuff that you guys don't want, like, don't want film, but we just need to document the fact that this club was playing <laughs> our song while we were in here. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, they had the, 
they had to document it so they could rub it in my face the next day that I wasn't there. <laughs> I can just Boy. see it now where like you woke up in the morning and these guys just all show you like, look at what happened last night. And all of a sudden your thought process must have just been, yep. shit. <laughs> exactly. Well, damn, right. especially, I'll say just especially from like the, you know, hearing about, you know, Fire from the Gods just jumping on your bus and hanging out with you guys and starting that family camaraderie from the second night of tour and then like the third or fourth night, whole entire strip club, uh, like little <laughs> field trip that involves an above snake song playing in the club. Just from your first yeah. tour, from the first like four or five days that you guys are out and you guys are already brought in his family and you guys get to have one hell of an experience, except for Johnny because he was passed out. I mean, how cool is that? And how, like, how does this just speak to the fact that what you guys are doing right now, what you guys are doing with Above Snakes, I mean, starting out on the right foot, especially from a touring aspect, my God, it just, like, you guys just started out the right way. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Like, you know, just a couple years ago, we're, you know, listening to Octane, listening to all these bands, you know, and now we're on Octane and just being friends with all these bands, you know, it's pretty, pretty insane. So when it comes to Octane, what's it been like, you know, hear, you guys hearing your songs on Octane, especially getting support from, when it comes to rock and metal, probably the most important radio station there is out there. Oh, 100% for sure. Um, so we were actually out with Texas Hippie Coalition back in, um, what was it, October? Yeah, right when the song dropped. So it got into Test Drive, like, during tour, and we're like, oh, shit, this is crazy. And then, like, it got quickly added after that, and I think, like, a couple of shows we were like playing it you know while we're getting ready in the IV before we go on stage like dude this is fucking sick <laughs> so that was fucking unreal but uh yeah like you said you know being on the list with all these other bands that we've looked up to for years and aspire to be and be like and you know just fucking surreal yeah, and it's a family that we're definitely proud to be a part of for sure super grateful Oh, absolutely. Because again, take a look at the, like, I'm just going to go back to that first tour. Just take a look again. Bands like Fire from the Gods, from Ashley the New, Blind Channel. Kingdom Collapse is another great example of a band, especially running from the independent side, getting songs, you know, featuring Octane, getting a radio station like that to get behind them, push that kind of music. And people really are able to ingest it, digest it, hear it, get behind it. And now you guys are being able to have that same opportunity to get in front of as many. I'm not just going to say as many ears as possible, but as many willing ears as possible. Because people aren't just playing on Octane just to, you know, just to have it on. I mean, they might, but it's people that love that kind of music. So they're actively listening for stuff that they want to hear. And your guys' songs come on. Holy shit. I mean, people like it. The first thing you're going to do is look and see who's playing. What song is it? They're going to add it to their playlist. They're going to check out the rest of your discography, what you guys have going on. They're going to start falling in love with you guys so that when you guys go out on tour, especially in 2023 with Adelie's Way and otherwise, in March, get your tickets now because you're not going to want to miss out on that. People get a chance to actually, you know, get invested, get emotionally invested into the band, feel the positivity that you guys are going to bring them, and then go and see you guys play live and just let that all out. Definitely. Yeah, we're excited because we only, like I said, we were on that run, but it was a short run. And um, when the song came out, we only had like two shows left on that. So it's like, and that was the last time we've been out since then, you know, and um, so it's still like a new song. I'm like, damn, I heard the other day. I'm like, shit, we haven't even really played this out yet. You know, it's still fucking fresh. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. And that fresh feeling, too, especially when it comes to a brand new song, if people know about it and now you get to go and hear it live for the first time, 
It just has this extra little bit of oomph behind it, especially for the fans, because you've been waiting to hear this song live. You've been waiting to feel that energy and feel that passion with so many other people in the crowd. You're not going to want to miss out on that. Oh, so get there early because we are opening the show. So, you know, get there early, have a drink, and then uh, enjoy the whole night. Yeah. Make sure that you can get there early, too, because especially with bands like Adelie's Way and Otherwise, I know Otherwise has a new record coming out, out around that time, too. From that March tour. tour, I believe. I yeah, um, was it March? Later, was it later? Yeah, I think so. Is that? I, I know. I know it's coming out. I think they're. It was coming out either March tenth or March seventeenth. I can't think of the day that their album is coming out right now. I know. I thought I should know it, but I'm eh, starting to have some brain freeze there. All good. But just and that adds to it because otherwise does have quite a decent following as well. So with them coming out with a new record, people are going to want to show up and go and see them. But in order for them to make sure they're there in time to see them, they're going to end up, you know, getting there early, having a drink, enjoying talking to their friends, seeing Above Snakes. And then before otherwise comes out while they're all amped up, they're going to say, okay, Above Snakes open the show and I'm feeling great. Like they kicked ass. Let's go. Yep, we got to hype up the crowd. You know, that, that's our job. We love that shit. And I, I know you guys can do it as well, seeing how you got everything started on that first tour that you guys did, because seeing how everything went from, you know, you guys, King Collapse, Blind Channel, Fire From The Gods, once your master new got on, everyone was still raring and ready to go for the same amount of energy they had at the beginning, even though it's like, okay, we've been here for a while. You might be getting tired. Nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Every band has brought it, so your adrenaline is kicking in, and you are ready to go to start headbanging the hell out of out of every place be, and throwing your hands up, putting the devil horns up, going nuts because you're in a live setting. It's live music. You're feeding off that energy, and you guys started out great. So I see nothing changing on this Adelie's Way Otherwise tour where you guys struggle. Like, there's no struggle right there. You guys are going to start off this tour with, as a freaking banger. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, hell yeah. And some, uh, we'll have some new songs, too, some new material. Um. We'll have actually be releasing a song very soon, hopefully, yeah. in the works right now. And uh, we actually head back to Nashville in um, less than two weeks to finish up uh, three more songs. Yeah, three more, and that should pretty much finish up the EP that we uh, plan on dropping late spring, early summer. Debut Ooh. EP. You heard it first. <laughs> So now we're going to get a debut EP from Above Snakes at some point this year as well. My God. Big this year. This is awesome. Big year. This is a big year for you guys. So when it comes to the, you know, we're t let's take a look at some of this new music as well. I know you guys can't, you know, go off crazy about it. But how about I ask this question? When it comes to the next song that you're going to release, what inspired that song? Now, I'm not talking about just talking like, you know, what to expect in it because I want people to be ready to go for it. But I want to know. When you guys were writing this stuff, what was your inspiration behind it? So everyone gets a little bit of that, you know, that tease behind it. So we're all ready to go and amped up once it releases. It's honestly about the lifestyle and, you know, the crazy fast life that we kind of lead. and uh, But it has like a darker twist to it. So you just have to wait and find out. So can you go a little bit deeper, not in the dark twist, but like the lifestyle side of things, especially with you guys, you know, I know you guys have been in bands for quite a long time with Above Snakes, you know, really getting going last year. I mean, you guys had released music, but during the pandemic, but really getting your big start in 2022, being able to go on the road when it comes to that lifestyle from your perspective, what certain aspects are you talking about? Because I know there's a lot of travel that goes along, a lot of touring, you know, time away from your family, a lot of different uh, trials and tribulations you go through. So like, 
what aspects of the lifestyle really influence you to start writing, you know, the next just batch kind, of songs? Kind of have? all that, you know, the traveling, the missing family, and just like, honestly, the lifestyle of drinking every night and <laughs> all the party favors and, you know, the long nights and just kind of beating up your body and wearing it down, to be quite honest, you know. Yeah. But like I said, it's just kind of a different spin on that kind of theme. And I'm not, I don't want to know about the dark like twist to it because I want to hear this for the first time, you know, either on the track or hear it live, so I can really just like <gasps> feel it for myself and just be like, oh my god, this is fucking awesome! Like that's what I want. Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. But yep. now that very soon, very soon. But now, especially you guys are back into the swing of the lifestyle as well, back to touring, back to doing all you know that kind of stuff. What are some of those aspects of the lifestyle that you currently are seeing as for yourself as you know? the high points, the points that you really enjoy, the points that you really find, you know, the things that really keep you going in this lifestyle. But what are some of the other uh, aspects of lifestyle as well that kind of are those things where personally for yourself, you kind of struggle with because a lot of other bands that are coming up and emerging right now, they're trying to break out from that um, local or regional SAS, become more of a nationally to an act like yourself. Like I, I always like to hear just kind of different perspectives on the lifestyle as well from you guys as to what aspects of it you enjoy, what aspects you don't enjoy to kind of just, you know, spread the knowledge. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we enjoy a lot of it. Like you said, it's, it's definitely tough. Like <laughs> you have to give up a lot. There's a lot of sacrifices, but, uh, but you know, we're doing what we love. It's like, I can't imagine doing anything else, you know? And it's, um, you know, like we've been in bands in the past and, it, you know, worked on it for years and played with different people. And then this thing kind of like started a little slow and then we got all these opportunities right away and it's just been taken off. And it's just so, um, we're so grateful to be out there doing it, you know, and like, you know, we definitely crossed our minds. Like, are we doing this? Can we do this? Is this for real? Like, and then we put the songs out during pandemic, like in the middle of pandemic, the first song came out. We're like, dude. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen, you know, and then fucking two years later, we're out touring and, you know, the team is growing constantly and uh, we're just having fun, dude. That's quite a good thing to hear as well, because if you're not having fun with this, especially with, you know, all the things you have to go through in the lifestyle, all the things you have to sacrifice that a lot of other people don't have to that have more of that, you know, kind of that nine to five lifestyle it's there's certain things where people struggle with understanding, you know, you have to give up these things, but when you do, if it's something for that, you're absolutely in love with something that you're passionate about, you're willing to do those things in order to chase your life's goals, chase your life's dreams and to live the happiest life you can possibly for yourself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you give up a lot and, you know, struggle <laughs> by all means and fucking, but it's sick as fuck, especially with this new stuff. And we're going out like we were so grateful to be on that tour, you know, and make all these new friends and fans. And and then on the next run with uh, Stitched Up Heart in September morning and Raw, we're coming back to these same markets and people are wearing the merch and singing the songs. And we're just like, dude, this is fucking. Yeah, it's just like kind of like it's like every time up a level, up a level. And then after that Raw tour, um, we got picked up by TKO. So now we have a full time agent. Um, so that's, you know, going full time now. Yep. So that was huge. And. Yeah, we just kept working. We got a bunch of new, like I said, a bunch of new music. We're fucking stoked on it. Shit slams. 
I had totally forgotten about that Such a Part of September Morning Raw tour as well. Like, it just completely had blanked my mind. I do want to jump into that as well because I have had Mixie on the podcast before. I've had Sahaj on the podcast two times before. And hearing about kind of his mindset, especially around music and producing music as well, is something that I always enjoy talking about. So when you guys were on that tour, were you able to really connect with Sahaj from Raw, especially to talk about, you know, kind of the music business and kind of the production side, especially for new music as well, based with his knowledge? Um, we didn't get as much time as we would have liked. We plan, we kind of actually did plan on doing some more of that stuff, but um, it was kind of a weird time getting back in and, um, you know, I don't know, we were kind of all over the place. And then, you know, the the, uh, the COVID thing was kind of a situation still off and on, you know, so there were some issues with that. And I actually cut the tour a little short too. We were actually already in Vegas, sound checked and everything. And then uh, they pulled the plug before the show. And then we ended up having to drive all the way back from Vegas, which was kind of a bummer. But other than that, seeing Sahaj every night, like he's a fucking phenomenal singer. You know what I mean? Like on point every night without a doubt, like fucking, you're just like, holy shit. And his voice is like, he's got that high register too, dude. You know what I mean? It's like, holy shit. And we grew up listening to him, you know? So the, even that, and they were like, oh, Raw Tour. I'm like, what? Do you call my name? Are you kidding me? That was a fucking jam back in the day. You know, so and like same thing like with the From Ashes tour, like you know, this tour wasn't as long and it wasn't, you know, we didn't have as much time to bond with these bands. We still you know, they're all still homies, September morning and Sahaj and all the dudes in Raw and Mixie, Stitch of Heart, yep. all those great people. So the reason why I want to ask about if you guys were able to pick Sahaj's brain and like connect them on that front, because I know he's worked with Stitch Up Heart. I know he's worked with September Morning. So it's like seeing the bands that he's worked closely with going on tour with them and then having you guys in the mix. Well, I'm like, shit, if Sahaj is, if, if Sahaj is going on tour with bands that he works with and Ra and then bringing you guys out there. I mean, if he's seeing something in you guys, I mean, everyone should be paying attention. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he actually said that one night. He's like, I've worked with all the bands on this tour, except for Above Snakes. We're going to work together soon. <laughs> so, you know, someday. Yeah, he's a homie. I'll say, if you when you guys, it's not an if, it's when you guys get a chance to work with him because he'll, he'll probably end up being out there working with him in Indiana. Um, the stories I've heard, uh, take him out to the local casino in <laughs> Indiana. I forgot who told me the story about what happened there with him, but apparently they just left him there and he was there till like four or five in the morning, just hanging out. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Johnny, then you might be able to make up for being, you know, um, a little bit too over the top intoxicated with during the uh, stripper run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never again. Get your, get yourself a good Sahaj story. In there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll have one eventually. But, but yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like all those, we got to play with all those great bands last year. Um, it was just fucking surreal. And then even this year, um, on this tour, uh, we're opening for uh, Drowning Pool is going to be a headliner one night on the Adelitas tour and uh, Nonpoint too in uh, Houston. Wait, wait, wait! Nonpoint's going to be on one of those days. Yeah, two more fucking bucket list, like huge bands. You know, grew up listening to. It's just oh my awesome. god. The, the one that just stands with me out of those two specifically is Nonpoint because I've loved talking with Elias on the podcast and seeing Nonpoint live, the energy they bring, the connection of the crowd is something that's incredible. So for you guys to be able to open a show with Nonpoint on there, 
Whew, you guys got your work cut out for you, but if you guys can do exactly what I know you guys can do, you guys will be able to open up for non-point and really just drive that energy towards them, and you'll, you'll probably end up having some fun times, you know, being able to connect with the guys in non-point as well, because those guys are freaking hysterical. Oh, Fuck yes. yeah. Yeah, we can't wait. Shit's going to be sick. Yeah. So kind of taking a look at the tour you guys are going on again with Adelia's Way and otherwise, how did you guys get on this tour as well? Because, I mean, just seeing, since you guys have become a band and have gone out on tour, the bands you're going out with, just the list is incredible. So how did this one come to, you know, come to fruition? Um, we can thank the great Andrew Goodfriend at TKO Booking, our agent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much shortly after um, we started working with him, he was like, yo, I got this run. You guys in? And we're like, Fuck yeah, we're in, of course. And then, uh, yeah, pretty easy. I was expecting some more like epic drawn out story, but it's just like, we got an agent. Agent does us good. Thank you. Yep. I know. It almost never happens like that, right? Yeah, we lucked out because uh, <laughs> all the bands were all under the same roster, so which is pretty sick. So came mm -hmm. together. I think I do remember taking a look at the TKO roster, and there's like there's a shit ton of bands in that roster for like bands that are managed by that by TKO. So when it comes to the future for you guys touring as well, it's the group that you have be able to you know potentially easily get connected to for a lot of different tours as well. I mean, you guys are probably in the best spot possible. Yeah, we're very grateful for that because um, that's that's one of the hardest things. You know, it's like. You got this music, you start this band, and then it's like you either like play the local scene and hopefully that like a band comes through and you can open up for them and then people start to take notice. But like, honestly, we did that a lot growing up and, and then we went off and played all these different things and that wasn't really the mindset of what we wanted to do with this project, you know? <clears throat> um, so we, you know, we got to play one local show and then we were very lucky to get on that tour. And at that point we didn't have a booking agent, you know? So funny enough, our publicist got it that gig for us with Firm Ashes and um, Fire From The Gods and everyone, which was fucking crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, because he had worked with Firm Ashes before and, you know, just hit up... Uh, and But we had been working with him for a few releases and, we, you know, we've known him for years and that's the thing, you work, surround yourself with good people, people that you can trust, people that see the same vision as you and, you know, that's I feel like that's the best way to get your vision out there. Shout out to Tom George. Tag Publicity. Shout out to Mr. Tom George. You, sir, are the man for getting these guys, which I should point this way because that's the way the video is going to be, getting these guys out on tour and getting them to be a nationally touring band. Like, but there we go, like that. <laughs> yep. yep. Had a little trouble with the snap on that one. So, well, it might be kind of, a, you know, the perfect way to put it too because all the other projects that you guys have worked on the past, just like, up, oh, and then this Buff Snakes. Boom. <laughs> But kind of taking a look at it, especially with Above Snakes, I mean, you, you just said you guys went from a different approach for this one in terms of, you know, getting out in the road, getting out to be nationally and getting your music out there compared to some of the other products. Well, so what have you seen, especially when it comes to getting the right people and the right team around you guys? What has been that process like compared to times in the past when you guys had not done that as effectively? I mean, I think it takes a bunch of fuck ups and a bunch of assholes to find those people. You know what I mean? That you can trust and you can work with. Because, you know, we've been scammed by people in the past. And fucking people think they're going to be your manager and they want to charge you money to be your manager and all this crazy ass shit for, you know, for one example. And 
just a bunch of shady people in this business, you know. And unfortunately, you got to weed yourself through that shit, you know. Yeah, but the people we have now um, just believe 100%, just like we do, um, you know, go after things just as hard as we would. And we're not, you know, being charged thousands of dollars a month or any weird thing. It's all, you know, a big family. Yeah, everyone wants to get paid. Everyone, you know, so, like, you got to watch out for that shit. And, you know, I'd be lying if we didn't, you know, get scammed by someone in the past and trying to tell you one thing and, you know, it doesn't happen. <laughs> but um, if you do what you love and you and you were passionate about it and you just keep working at it, like, you got to find those people and, you know, you got to break through. It's kind of like that idea of just, a po- like, positivity is going to attract other positivity as well. Where if you guys are working your asses off, if you guys are putting in all the work and then as people come through and try and oh, like say, hey, I want to manage you. Hey, you know, I'll, I'll help you get, you know, on tours, get your dates and whatnot. You got to like the ability to use that passion and use that drive to understand that there are people out there that can help you get further when you cultivate those relationships. But there's also going to be people out there that are going to be looking to just get paid to scam you and get get make make money to do little effort. So you got to be able to have the drive and the mindset to, you know, work, work with these people, but also analyze and see, are these people going to be the ones that are going to actually help me or not? Are these the people that are going to actually help my vision and help my dream and help my goals, especially as a musician, get to that point that I want to get to instead of just trying to get paid, which eventually will end up hindering me in the long run. It's, it's a whole mental game that you got to continue to play, but it's all got to be seen as a part of improving your position so that you have a best chance to achieve your goals and achieve your dreams as possible. No, for sure. hundred percent. You know, it's that fine line, you know, if you want to work with these people, do you want to give up some of this to be at that level with these dudes and blah, blah, blah. And you know, once, once the song got added to Octane, we definitely had people calling and people are like, you know, we weeded some of those bad ones out and we've already made some good connections because of that. So it's like, you know, you get both sides of it. And using past experience as well to help you decide what connections are going to be the good ones and what offers are going to be those, you know, scam offers. It's you've gone through so many different things so that you understand when people that are saying like, hey, you know, I can help you, that they truly want to help you and they're truly able to versus the people that say they want to help you just because, oh, these guys are starting, you know, get a little more popular right now. I can make money off of this. No, no, no. Let me me piggyback on that shit real quick. All that fucking hard work that they've been doing for the past two years, you know? (laughs) Nah, fuck that. We would would greatly appreciate some help if someone was to step in and fucking see the vision like us. Cool, let's fucking work. But until then, we're just going to fucking full speed ahead, do it ourselves, you know? Oh, ab- absolutely. Because when it comes down to it, I mean, this is anything with any any business. Because again, mu- the music industry, that's a business. Being in a band, that's a business. When it comes to improving your business, it's you have to find that understanding of when it's be- if you're stuck on something, when is it best to do it yourself and to just learn that skill or to find someone else that can help you and you know do that even better than you could possibly do it. But the other issue too is, especially as a musician, if you're starting to get, you know, your song is starting to get traction, people are starting to come in. It's, yeah, you might need help with some of those things, but if those people are going to be, end up putting you in a worse spot based off of them trying to scam you or just try and take some of your money through your hard work because they feel like they can, at that time, it's best to just go full force ahead and try and figure it out for yourself. But 
also learn when people are trying to scam you when people are actually genuinely working with you to see your vision to help improve the chances of that happening and to put you guys in a position for success no for sure definitely 100%. yep man we went from talking about good old tours to business yeah <laughs> <laughs> But that, I mean, I mean, that's what happens. And there's a lot of bands out there too. I mean, and you guys experience this as well, where, I mean, how many bands go through things where they're starting to get a little bit of traction. It doesn't nationally, locally, regionally, and someone comes in and says that they can help them and then takes advantage of them. And then the band ends up fizzling out after that because of one bad decision. I mean, yep. how many times have you guys seen that happen before? Just oh, countless times, yeah. you know, people get frustrated and then. Then they stop fighting, and then you want to fighting internally, and it's just like very rarely turns up, you know, turns up right side, which sucks, you know. Yeah. And it's such a hard thing. You're in the fucking, especially when you're on the road, you're in such tight quarters with a bunch of dudes. You got to get along with them, or it's just going to be hell every night, you know. So when you got some outside voice chirping in your ear, stirring the pot, stirring shit up, it's like recipe for disaster, you know. Yeah, and, and the number of bands that have been had split up because of that, either if they're really, really small or even some of the biggest bands in the world that have split up because of stuff like that happening. I, I mean, like a life's work or a life's dream or a life's vision could be completely shattered by something as simple as that. And if you're so passionate about it, if, if this is really what you want to do in life, there's gonna, you have to understand there's going to be people out there that are going to try and take advantage of that to make a quick buck off of you. And it's going to end up potentially overshadowing some of the things that you are doing and potentially put you further back than you were. So in turn, it's all about being like, I would say just, you know, doing your due diligence on these things. And I know it sometimes it's tough. I know sometimes it's hard, but especially if you're in the music industry or you're even your local scene, your regional scene, national scene, whatever other people in the music industry you're connected with, you know, reach out to them and ask for some advice, ask for help because the last thing anyone else in the music industry wants to see is, a bunch of people that are a bunch of kids, a bunch of, you know, people that are starting bands trying to make it and then faltering because they're falling into the same, you know, pitfalls of people trying to scam them that many others have done in the past. Yep. 100%. And that's exactly what we do. You know what I mean? Anyone we know will just be like, yo, you know this person? Tell me about this dude. And, and you know, they let us know. You know, most of the time it's good, sometimes it's bad. But um, that's it, dude. There's just so much bullshit out there, fake fucking shit, you know. And these people think they're getting stuff. And yeah, I can get dude. you on this. I can get you on that. Pay me yeah, this. Dude. Yeah, it's it's shady. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like the uh, like the like a timeshare. It's just like, hey, you can get all this cool stuff, but and you have to pay me right now, and then you're gonna get all this cool stuff. Well, how are you gonna actually pull this off? Well, once you pay me, I'll tell you. Come on, really? Dude, it's just like people preying off your vulnerability. You know what I mean? You just want this thing so bad, so you're willing to fucking sacrifice and do shitty fucking deals or shitty things because you want it so bad. And you think the fucking the light is at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> but then these people just fucking have no problem screwing you over, you know? And most of them claim they like music and they love music and blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, or they, or they claim they were, you know, they worked at some label, but then you find out they were only like, you know, at a little part of the label. They didn't, they weren't responsible for the careers of, you know, they were just part of the team. It's all bullshit. Nonsense. Yeah, it's like you get some guy to come up and say, oh, yeah, man, I worked at Rise Records for three years. And it's like, okay, that sounds good. But then 
You find out that he actually worked in the mailroom for three years. Yeah. Exactly. He emptied the trash barrels, you know. He, <laughs> dude. he was there, though. <laughs> Man, he was there at Rise Records, but what was he actually doing? Was sweeping the floors. I mean, just... <laughs> so, so technically, I mean, he's... He's right in saying that he was there, but what you're thinking is he's not necessarily there. So it's all about, especially as people come in and try and say they're going to help you out, you have to do your due diligence to understand, can this person help me out? Is this person being genuine? Who else has worked with this person in the past that you can say, essentially, it's like, you know, I want to I want to believe that this is true, but why should I believe that this is true? Why should I believe that you're able going to be able to help us? And why should I believe that you genuinely actually want to help us instead of just trying to make a quick buck? Yeah. Yeah. If it sounds too good to be true, usually it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know, I'm trying to think it's like, you know, man, I can get you guys to be a nationally touring band in less in, in like six months. Y- yeah. If, if, if you're stuck in the local scene at that point, that's, that is sounds way, way, way too good to be true. There might be one or two bands in the history of the world that that's really happened to, because you never know if some man might just get super duper lucky, but if someone's going to guarantee that, Oh, then, you know, you got to throw up the little red flag there and be like, <laughs> maybe this is a problem. Maybe you want to look into this guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, stay away. Stay clear of that shit. But especially through all the times from all these other bands you guys have, you know, been as well before Above Snakes, all those different instances, all those different times that you guys experienced stuff like this, all the different times you've seen other people experience stuff like this, as Above Snakes is starting to continue to grow, you guys have used that built-in knowledge, that built-up knowledge to understand when it comes to finding people that are going to help you guys achieve your goals, achieve your dreams, and get to the point in time where, you know, Above Snakes, I mean, you guys are already a nationally touring band. You guys are having your songs... Uh, you know, played and promoted on the biggest radio station for rock and metal out there today. So you guys have used that experience to find the right people, to work with the best people, and continue to grow this thing as as well as you guys possibly can. I mean, who starts out their first tour on that big of a tour with From Ashes to New? Then you go on a tour with Ross, Bishop Hart, somewhere, have a smaller Texas Hippie Coalition, and then Ellie's Way and otherwise, I mean, come on. Like, you guys definitely have used all that knowledge and put it to the best place possible where you guys are flying. Yeah, like we said, we're super grateful for the team we have. Um, Everyone came together and made a great team. That's the thing. Like I said, you know, it didn't happen overnight. And, you know, we definitely had the ups and downs. And you got to go through that shit, you know. Makes you tougher. Makes you want it more and ultimately makes you get it. (laughs) I think that's another important thing too, because as every single band, I mean, no one's going to have it just be up and up and up and up and up and constantly. You're going to have those struggles that come into there. I'm even start out with you guys. When you guys started releasing music, we were still pretty much confined to our houses and we were all wondering when live music was ever going to come back. Like we were still wondering this and that's when you guys had really got to start. So you guys already kind of started out in that space where, not as just you guys, but the music industry as a whole was in a was in a lull because the freaking pandemic hit. <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild. Yeah, it was weird, you know, not being able to play shows and just only releasing music. Yeah, people would be like, when are you playing? Ah, shit, dude, I don't know. <laughs> Whenever it all comes back. But um, yeah, then it came back and we got that great tour and it was... <laughs> 
And it was so cool too, because so many people were like, they would come up to us and be like, Oh, I haven't seen a band, you know, I haven't gone to a concert in so long. You're the first time I've gone out. You're the first band I've seen back. And since we were the opener, we truthfully were the first band, you know, and it was, it was fun, dude. It was awesome. I mean, what did that just mean to you guys that people were coming up to you guys? You know, this is the first tour we got to see. This is the first show we got to see. And you guys were the first band people got to see back from the pandemic. I mean, when people came up and told you guys that stuff, like, what what, what was that emotion like coming from you guys? Dude, it was insane. Yeah, I mean, some people even would come up, like, some cities would go to, be like, oh, this is my first concert ever. Yeah. You guys were my the first band I've ever seen live. Like, what? What? <laughs> Like in a lot of Fargo, 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 North Dakota, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Damn. But they had fun, and they're gonna keep going to rock shows. <laughs> well, well, and the best part about it too is when it comes to anybody. I mean, even for you guys, even myself as well. The first real rock show you guys ever went to. I mean, you probably remember that shit like it was yesterday. Yep. Yep. Then my real first one was uh, Limp Biscuit back in the day. Yeah, Limp Biscuit and I can't remember who they were with. <laughs> Shit was sick, you know. I had my dad. My dad took like me and a couple friends, and he just let us go down to the pit. And he sat up in like the bleachers <laughs> and like took a nap or some shit. <laughs> like, I don't know how you nap during Limp Biscuit, but. But yeah, I think that was the first time I ever smoked weed too. Yeah. Good night. I was about to say, God damn, that sounds like I'm a great night. I don't even think I could beat that one. I think the first band I ever saw live was Sticks. <laughs> yeah. Sick. But like the first real show I think I ever went to, I I'll still remember this to, to forever. The first real show I went to because it was the first show I actually went to by my like just by myself without like my parents taking me. So the first band I actually went to go see by myself was uh it was Rise Against. Nice. Oh yeah. And from that moment, I'm, and that moment, like I love Rise Against, but from that moment, I was just like, <gasps> okay, I'm fucking hooked. Like that, like that was it. Yep. Yep. So what about you, Dax? Um, probably I remember just going to a lot of the Ozfests early on, like seeing uh like right when like Mudvayne came out and Drowning Pool. Um it was like super early on on like the smaller stages. That was pretty intense. Yeah, I miss that shit. I wish they still did that Ozfest. That shit was dope. Yeah, I kinda wish they would too, just to kind of you know, just keep bring having some of those heavier <laughs> just bring it back just so we can have all that heavy music just yeah, you know, on a nice big old festival once again. Man, so like, it was like the heavy warp tour before warp tour. Or and too, it's like the Wimmerfest now, but they're just the festivals. It would be like as if one of those was a tour. Traveling, yeah, like a road show. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they still like that, like the you know the not fest road show, but that's like you're not getting a full like you know twenty band festival package there. That's more. It's like the not fest road show. You're getting like five bands, which still is you know fucking cool, especially because you're gonna get slipped on at the end of the night, but. Damn, can we get like that traveling shit once again? I know logistically it might be a little tougher. I know the expenses are also there as well, but god damn, maybe just 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 one more year? Just just can we get one more of those and just put above snakes on that shit. <laughs> exactly. Put above snakes on that shit. Let's go. Let's go. No, also, real, someone should do something like that. A nice big fucking heavy ass tour. I mean, I wish I had the money to say I could just throw it around right now and Come just on, let's go. together. 
I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to think about it. I mean, you bring some of the head brings, you know, say if you had like 20 bands to pick from, bring like maybe two or three bands that people always absolutely know and love. So some of those heavy hitters that have been around for a good number of years, bring like 10 more that people really, really still know that are popular today. I'm talking about the ones that, you know, are I'm not talking about the, you know, the dinosaur bands. I'm talking about the ones that are consistently there and then get like seven or eight, you know, up and coming ones because you, you're going to want to see the next generation and the next bands that are going to be the ba- biggest bands in the next 10 years. You're going to want to get a chance to ex- get the exposure to the fans and people to experience them and see them. So why not focus a little bit more on that and then have some of the bigger acts, you know, be the thing that draws people in, but you're going to want to go and see as many acts possible. It's like, it's like any kind of festival setting, you know, the headliners have been around for quite a lo- quite some time. They're going to bring people in, but always make sure you get there early. Cause all those smaller bands, shit, you're going to look back at that in 10, 12 years. You're going to look back at that lineup and see a band that's absolutely the smallest little band on that lineup. That could be the one that's headlining that show in 12 years. It's like, damn, I could have seen them literally open up the whole entire festival on that small stage, maybe in front of like a hundred people. I could have been one of those a hundred. Yeah. That's what's so cool about that shit, you know? Yeah. I'm hoping for some festival spots, you know, this year, next year. Have you guys had any inquiries into playing any festivals for 2023? Don't need to know any specific festival. I just want to know if you've had any opportunities to potentially get on some of those lineups. Yeah, we've been trying a couple. Um, just waiting takes time and those things fill up quick so yeah that's the thing dude there's so many good bands and there's so many bands in the scene fighting for these spots and unfortunately there's really not that many you know like it's only so many tours there's only so many festivals but there's a shit ton of bands you know so um we're just grateful to be able to be on the road and tour and that we have this tour coming up and um just, you know, try to meet as many people as possible and play our hearts out and put on a fucking show so that uh, we do get some festival spots in the future. Yeah. Well, kind of speaking to that a little bit more as well, and just seeing the trajectory that you guys have been going on. Again, re- starting to release music in, during the pandemic and then getting on some of, the, some of these tours that people are really coming out to see and really get to know you guys. Again, from Ashes to New, Ra, Texas Hippie College, and now Adelita's Way kind of following a little bit of a similar path to what our friends in Kingdom Collapse had done. And now they're going to, and now they're on, they're going to be on, you know, they've been on festival lineups. They got a one in 2021. I think they had one or two in 2022. They're going to have more in 2023. So it's just, your name is going to continue to get out there. Your exposure to above saying is going to continue to get out there. And, you know, especially with the way that I've heard people talk about you guys, especially when it comes to being on tour, it's just nothing but a positive reaction when you hear the name Above Snakes. So when it comes to, you know, can this band perform at a festival? Are they going to be a, a draw for people to come into? Yeah, people are, you know, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're being supported on Octane. <laughs> why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you want to bring a band in like that? That's what I'm saying. But, you know, we got to build it a little more. We're getting there. Like we're just super grateful for what we had so far, what we've done, and um, we just got to keep hustling. That's it. So, kind of taking a look a little bit more throughout the rest of 2023, because you already, you know, we didn't know about the Adelita's Way tour. You guys said new EP, debut EP, expected sometime, you know, late spring, early summer of this year. What else is the plan in 2023 for Above Snakes to ensure that you guys are continue to grow and continue to, you know, 
gain as many fans as possible, gain as much exposure in the scene as you have been. Continue that rise. Continue that to keep going because, man, I want to see Above Snakes, you know, play some of these festival days. I want to see as many people get as, you know, as into as possible. And I want to see, you know, what happens when people really are like, holy shit, it's Above Snakes. And all of a sudden you're at a festival, uh, you're at a festival, you're on one of the stages and there's no less than a thousand people at that, at that stage. So we can open up a nice little mosh pit there and have my dumb ass in the middle yeah. be like, hi guys. All of a sudden the like huge breakdown hits. Hi guys. One sec. Ooh. Yep. We need that. Um, I think the key to that is just being on the road. We just need to be on the road as much as possible this year. That's our main focus. Like I said, we're going to wrap the fucking, all the music will be wrapped up in the next three weeks yep. and uh you'll probably get two new singles before the uh ep, EP drop. drops and then uh it's gonna be a nice long ep everyone says it's called extended play well this will be extended play it's not <laughs> gonna be a four or five song ep i'll tell you that it's gonna be more probably at least nine seven eight nine something that in that uh family right there you know but yeah just on the road as much as possible so we can support that, and um, that's it. Meet as many new friends and, and fans as possible. Now, I do kind of want to pick your guys' brain on this as well, because you were saying trying to get on the road as much as possible in 2023, because, of course, coming out of the pandemic, 2021 and 2022, it seemed like every band and their mother was going out on the road trying to tour. Because I think it was something like I ended up seeing uh, – like going to concerts, I think it was like 45 different shows over the course of 2022. And it was like, cause it was just, there's so many bands coming, so many bands touring in 2023. I think, you know, just because bands are potentially, you know, having to save up a little bit of money, get back to the studio, create some new music. We might see a little bit of a lesser in tour schedule from bands in 2023, just because of the influx we saw in 2021 and 2022. So if you guys are potentially going out on the road as much as possible to, you know, continue to promote your guys' stuff, especially if we're potentially seeing a little bit a less of shows. So, you know, less supply of shows. People are going to still want to go to shows. Yep. Going to come and see you guys. Do you see potentially something like that happening where you guys could be coming through towns, coming through to play these shows, and people are especially want to come out because even if they don't know your name, it's, hey, a show, got some kick-ass music, and I need to go see a show, I'm there. So what do you think about potentially taking advantage of that kind of a situation? Yeah, I think that's good. You know, that could definitely happen. I can see that. But um, like we're just grateful for these ones that we do have coming up. And um, we're hoping to get something solid for, you know, like late spring, early summer. Support that EP. It's weird. I feel like there was a bunch, like you were saying, there was a ton of tours going on. Like right after that from Ash Tour and all that stuff. And then I kind of tapered back a little bit, I feel like. And um, it kind of sucked for us because we didn't have uh, – anything really lined up because that one kind of came on very quickly like i said we didn't have like the full team lined up and everything so we got that one and then we were lucky to get the other ones but after that we were pretty much off all summer which kind of sucked you know you like to be out in the summer busy but at the same time it also gave us time to get into the studio this will be our third third trip down now yeah this will be a third trip back to nashville for the for the cp so you know we hit we were back in the summer in the summer and then fall and now this last trip. So, you know, not on the road. At least we write music and now we have all that ready so that we can be on the road next year or this year rather. Yeah. And not, and with you guys going out on the road this year, again, trying to get on much, on the road as much as possible with an EP behind it. 
I, I mean, it's definitely a big possibility. As Here's another thing I was thinking about as well that just popped into my head. Think about, again, all the bands that were touring in 2021 and 2022. A lot of the bands that had been touring consistently throughout that time because, hey, we're able to finally get back out there. Some of those larger acts, they're going to spend a good amount of 2023, especially maybe the, you know, the sp- that spring and summertime, potentially over in Europe because they weren't able to hit those markets during the pandemic. And especially coming out of the pandemic with some uncertainty with, you know, touring, they're going to play a lot more, you know, within the United States, especially if they're bands from the United States. Now they have the ability to go over to Europe play to all those marks they haven't been able to for four almost four or four ish years but everyone here in the u.s i mean we still want to go out and see shows if you guys are able to tour and you have new music to tour with shit we're coming out in droves let's go let's party Let, let's party you know and and make sure johnny this time that you know you're not you're, you make sure you're upright you're not missing out on this one i know it's tough I was so excited, you know. That was the very beginning of tour and went a little hard. <laughs> yeah, but again, take a look back at it, it creates one hell of a story. And it's something where you even take a look and see what happened throughout the rest of that tour where you guys basically created that touring family between all five of the bands. And it was even evident on the second week when I saw you guys. It was, I think I maybe mentioned that before, but it was evident. I could see it just from the from just the interactions between every single band and the fact that, you know, when even with from ashes to new one, I mean, you guys were still hanging out there. Kim collapse was still hanging out in the crowd. I think I saw fire from the gods hang out in the crowd a good amount. I think during maybe the second show. And it's just like, damn, everyone's here just kind of having fun, supporting each other. And the fans were having a blast with this. I mean, when people think about tours and they think positively, I mean, you're going to want that. It's, it's someone, they think your name, they're thinking good things. Yeah, dude, that tour was unreal. It was definitely one of the better tours. It was one of the best tours of uh, in our genre, I would yeah. say, for 2022. And people are still talking about it. I know. It's been almost a year. And like, even like comments be like, oh, I saw you on that promotion <laughs> your tour. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, again, it, it, like that tour was fantastic in terms of how every single band lined up with each other. Because you guys opening up, you know, bringing some of the heaviness in there, really amping up the crowd. Going into King Collapse, who just really kind of flowed along with that energy. Then Blind Channel comes on with their style of, of their style of music, which I forgot how they exactly classified it as. But I was like, geez, you know, you're coming out there with that same heaviness, but a completely different style. Now we're really feeling this vibe. You go to Fire from the Gods, you're picking up a little bit more of what from from Blind Channel. You go to From Ashes to New. All of a sudden, that energy is right there every single time they go on stage. shit it was something where everyone was just feeling as positive energy as possible for what you know from for three to four hours at a time and especially coming out of the pandemic you know people are going to remember that because they've been waiting for that for so long and when they got the first taste of it you guys absolutely delivered yep thank you thank you it was like a straight octane tour you know what i mean before we ever got to be on octane (laughs) but every other band you know what i mean like that's where they live it was it was an it was it was a um it was a non-sanctioned octane tour at that point (laughs) yep yep honestly we could go back and instead of calling it the still panicking tour we should call it this unsanctioned octane tour (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i talk the ass from ashes to new again they might be like okay we might maybe don't change the name but you know what that does make sense (laughs) 
One yeah, other thing. Show's off. One other thing I do want to ask, though, before we kind of bring this to a close, especially with the new EP coming out and with you guys, you know, connecting with Octane, what do you think is going to be the response from not only Octane to bring these songs from this uh, EP you guys are working on that's going to come out sometime in 2023 onto the station, but what do you think the reception from the fans, especially in Octane, are going to be to the point where, shoot, by the time, you know, end of 2023 hits, the tour, the touring and the uh, tour packages you guys might get offered – might even you know make you shit your pants. Like what kind of what's the reaction you guys are expecting so. from the fans on this? <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, you can't really. You got to take everything with a grain of salt too, just because of like what you hear and what's you know going on. And you know nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's ever guaranteed at Octane. Nothing's ever guaranteed on a tour. So that's why we're so grateful for whatever happens. You know, um, but I think people will dig this new stuff for sure, hundred percent. I'll tell you, I'm digging the new shit 100%, dude. Like, we're practicing the new stuff, and then we'll, like... The cool thing is, right, so before, we didn't have many songs because we were so new. So, like, we were trying to gather as many songs as we could to play, and then we got a little longer set on the next tour and the tour after that, and we're like, shit, we don't have more songs. We don't have enough songs to play. And we didn't really want to just throw a cover in to throw a cover in. But now it's like we have a bunch of songs, and we're like, shit, we're cutting songs. Which ones do we cut? But in the process of doing that over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, I really enjoy the new stuff and I can see the the improvement and, you know, just us growing as a band and finding our sound even more than so in the very beginning, you know. So I think the fans will hear that and see that as well. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it as well because as time has gone on, now that you guys have been working on more new music, you guys are really putting this together and you guys are coming up with a set list where you have to cut songs instead of like trying to figure out how you're going to fill that time. The amount of work you guys are putting in when it comes to finding out what the core sound is for Above Snakes, you guys are putting the work to do. You guys are making that happen. And by the time, you know, when you guys are going out on the road, out on these tours for 2023, People have already gotten exposure to your sound. They know what they know what they you know the feeling of it kind of already is, and now you're able to expand on what that core is, on what that feeling you're gonna be able to provide for the fans is with your music. So, if if you guys have had success in Octane before, if you guys are able to, I'm not you know replicate the emotional impact that people are gonna feel with when listening to your music. I mean, it's gonna be a hit. It's gonna be somewhere they're gonna pick you guys up. Could put you on test drive all of a sudden a week later, boom, those songs will be on regular rotation. Fuck yeah, we hope so. That's so. <laughs> Just get and and also get every single band you guys would potentially be like, you know, see if see what kind of promotion they might be able to give you. Cause I'm pretty sure if you, when you guys put out new music, just start having King Collapse like shot from the rooftops, like, hey, listen to this shit. It's good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah, they always do. They're homies. Great dudes. Yeah, I can't wait to see those boys again. Shoot, when it like when that stuff comes out, all of a sudden I have to make a, a video. It's like this is a public service announcement. If you're not listening to Above Snakes, please stop what you're doing and go and do that right now. I don't care yeah. if you are watching TV, scrolling through your phone, which is like 95 percent of what you people are doing, or eating breakfast. Just go listen. You won't regret it. Hell yeah, you won't. You won't. We'll have you record it. <laughs> it's like and all of a sudden just have like a big word this is a or like this is a, this is this is a mess from the emergency broadcast system above snake style <laughs> i like it we gotta do that we we got it i'll make it I'll, I'll make something up for it and record just like just get real serious just like you know what i might have to do might have to go to my like actually to the office for my full-time job you know 
might have to break into the CEO's office, sit his desk and just have it make it seem like, you know, I'm actually like, this is a, like, just seem very, very <laughs> stoked. And then just say, nah, not enough. Hit this, like, just snap and then just come back here. Just looking like this. I'm like, ah, this is better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Do it. Might, might get, eh, you know, maybe they won't like the fact that I might break in the CEO's office, but you know what? Eh, I'll just do it later in the day when no one's there. It'll be <laughs> worth it. Notice. It'll be worth it. Might, might have to, might have to wear an ice nine kill shirt for that one too, just because, you know, just be kind of funny. All of a sudden it's like, why are you in the office wearing a evil, is that Mickey Mouse with an ax to be like, it's Mickey Patrick Bateman. <laughs> well, hey man shit anything anything to create one hell of a psa to get people to listen to above snakes that is both ridiculous over the top and makes people want to listen to you guys i mean i'm in i'm in any way i can help us too we love it yeah hell yeah hell yeah so as we bring this podcast to its conclusion you guys know one thing like to do is give you guys a chance to say whatever you want to say plug whatever to promote you know do whatever you want to do with your last work, with your uh, final thoughts. So, gentlemen, the floor is yours. Well, uh, just, just check out socials. Follow us on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that good shit. Uh, check out the tour dates. We should be coming through your town or your area very soon. If not on this first run, uh, it's going to be many more this year. And stay tuned for new music. New music. Hell yeah. Perfectly said. So let me close this podcast with three things. So first things first, above snakes, you're going to want to follow along with them on all their socials because hell yeah. I mean, you're not going to miss out on tour dates when the new music drops and when some crazy ass PSA that you should listen to above snakes from myself drops because that just sounds like fun. So you're going to want to follow on their socials. You're going to want to watch their YouTube videos. You're going to want to stream all their music and you want to buy tickets to their tour dates. So you can go see these guys live. Instead of having to look all that stuff up yourself, description of the podcast say find above snakes online. Links and labels for everything is going to be there. So all you have to do is click and like, click share, click subscribe, click listen, click download, click buy, click and get those tickets. I'm doing all the work for you. It's like a Wait. click and then a little bit extra. Like I'm doing all the hard work for you. I'm leading to water. All you got to do is drink. And now it's time That's for number two, gentlemen. Last time you guys were on the podcast, I made you a promise to say when I see you guys from live for the first time, first round's on me, and I did make good on that promise. I believe it was either at 1175 or Stormies. I don't remember which one, but I know I did. And now. You did. You did. Now this time, because you guys have been on the podcast again, when I get to you guys perform live in 2023, once again, the first round's on me. Hell yeah. Because I know I'm seeing you at some point in 20. I know I'm seeing you at some point in 2023. When is that going to happen? Who knows, but is it going to happen? As the Kool-Aid guy would say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll find so, out soon. Hell, yeah. So I cannot in all good conscience say goodbye on this podcast, you guys, because this is your second time on the podcast. I love having you guys on. I want to have you guys back on once again in the future, maybe at the end of the year to kind of see how everything went for Above Snakes in 2023 and queue up some 2024, which is really weird to say already this early in the year. But I know you guys are going to have one hell of a year. And I can't say goodbye as well because I made the promise for, again, first rounds on me. And I'll see you guys at some point in 2023. I know I will. So this can't be goodbye. Gentlemen, this is I'll See You Later. See you later, dude. Great talking to you. Well, folks, this is my interview with the guys in Above Snakes. Again, thank you to Johnny and Dax. Now I'm going to start doing a little bit of a different thing here at the end of these episodes. I'm going to give you my final thought on the entire episode before we close it out. So one thing you guys might be thinking about is, Taking a look at Above Snake's trajectory, I mean, they 
started releasing music in the pandemic in 2020. That's really when they got together. If you watch our first episode, they kind of go through the history up to that point because our first episode aired right before the From Ashes to New tour started in March of 2022. But then they went on tour with From Ashes to New. They went on tour with Texipulo Coalition. They went on tour with Ross, Stitch Apart in September morning. And now for 2023, they're starting out with Adelita's Way and Otherwise. It's like, those are some national tours that they ended up going on. And it seems like, oh yeah, you know, they, they hit it off pretty quickly and what are they talking about those trials and tribulations and like pitfalls that can bands can fall into because they don't seem to have fallen into those. No, you don't understand. If you watch that first episode, they talk about that they've been in bands for God knows how many years. I mean, both Dax and I used to live out in uh, Los Angeles. Now they're out in Boston doing all this stuff. So when it came down to it, they have gone through all those trials and tribulations that many local and regional bands that are trying to become those nationally touring acts have fallen into many of those bands that have, you know, thought they were going to make it big, but then broke up because of financial issues, because of bad decisions, because they trusted the wrong people. These guys have gone through that stuff. So when it came time to putting the right team around them, they leaned on that experience. They leaned on that and really made it work so that, you know, now going into 2023, they're on Octane. They're on these national tours and it just keeps rolling because they're putting in the work to not only hone their craft, but also putting the work to make sure that the people that they are bringing around them for their team to help promote the band and to help make sure they achieve their goals and dreams are the people that are actually wanting to do that and are actually be able to help instead of the people that just want to make a quick buck. I mean, I can learn from this as well as we're trying something completely different here and we're working with um, a different company to kind of help us, you know, help get the podcast to where we want it to be as well. We had to do our due diligence and I, I'm hoping for the best. We'll see what happens. But same thing for you guys as well. Any endeavor that you go into, whether it's a band, whether it's your own business, I mean, people are going to try and scam you. People are trying to make a quick buck off of you. If they want to help you, please, please, please do your due diligence to make sure that they not only can help you, but if you believe that they can help you, Answer the question, why should I believe them? Why should I believe that this is going to happen? You answer that question and you find out the answers to it and you actually have data to back that up or reasons to back that up that you know people can corroborate and other people that have worked that person corroborate, boom. Then you may have found someone that can really, really help you. For Above Snakes, though, please, again, remember, follow them on all their social media accounts. Remember, support them as much as possible. Buy their merch, buy their tickets. Go and stream their music. Get ready for that EP to come out at some point in late spring, early summer. Link strips in the podcast where it says find above snakes line and follow the core progression podcast online as well. So you can get the fun little snippets for this podcast. So you can join our Instagram live streams every single Wednesday. And so that, you know, when it comes to some of the crazy guests we have upcoming, you're not thrown off by it. You know, when every single guest is coming out and you get to enjoy those crazy, wacky meme like videos and you can connect with us as well. All the links are under. It says follow, follow us online or find us online all down there as well. Thank you once again to Phoenix Fitness for sponsoring this podcast. Open up and free ship, not free shipping. I'm used to that with the Manscaped one. 20% off using the code CPP20 at fnxit.com. Link ship to the podcast. Once again, thank you, Johnny and Dax from Above Snakes. I will see you guys at some point in 2023 and first rounds on me. On that note, that's going to be for me, guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all! Yeah.